every adopted child should be read this book. Because I never once felt uncomfortable about being adopted or not feeling like I was part of my family. Welcome to Error 404, Birthday Not Found, the only podcast about birthdays from a girl who doesn't have a birthday. Hey everyone, my name is Michelle. I was found in China. I don't even know if I'm Chinese and you know, all I really want to know is the day I was born. <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, I was adopted and it doesn't define me, but it's part of me. Just like my next guest. She is a singer, a lover of Amy Winehouse, and she's a self-proclaimed inspirational speaker, Savannah Payne. How you doing, Savannah? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on my podcast. Yay! <laughs> Uh, a lot of adoptees have gotcha days and birthdays. And I don't have a birthday, but I have a gotcha day and I have the day I was found. You have a really interesting situation because your gotcha day and birthday are the same day. Yeah, it's it's very uncommon, especially in the adopted community. <laughs> that's for sure. Really? Uh, that's what I hear because when I talk to other friends that are adopted, they're like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, you know, like... <laughs> They don't know what? What do you mean? So I guess in the beginning, my adopted family actually got to know my mother, my uh-huh. biological mother, and my biological brother before me because she was living with my family while she was pregnant with me. And oh. that's how I was able to be adopted and born on the same day. <laughs> so yeah, I had an open adoption, technically. Um, I didn't hear from my adoptive family until I was 21 years old. My sister Oh my God. It was quite some years. <laughs> but my mom be like, yeah, it was a little late, and it was also like, oh, thanks for keeping all the other kids, mom. <laughs> you know. Oh. Uh, well, I think from a very young age, I really learned and felt gratitude, like actual gratitude. Like, um, my parents gave me such uh, a, a great life um, compared to what I could have possibly grown up in. Gotcha. So at a, at a very you know young age, I was pretty like aware of that. Recently, my adoptive mom, um, Amazon primed me the book she read to me growing up. And it literally like kind of made me freak out because I was like, Oh my gosh, this answers all of my questions in life almost. Wait, wait, what book is it? It's called Tell Me Again about the night I was bored by Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my god, Jamie Lee Curtis writes books? Children's books? I guess so. What the fuck? (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Exactly. This was 93. So obviously she's written a few. (laughs) This book starts with two parents laying in bed. They hear the the phone ring. Their baby's being born. So they have to get on an airplane and fly to their baby because they're adopting their baby. And, and, you know, she's not in their state. And so they go, they pick up their baby. They, you know, where you find the babies in the hospital, take her home for the first time. And it's basically shown through the eyes of their daughter saying like tell me again about the night i was born like because she loves it so much like tell me again how special i was because you came and picked me out like all these kinds of things and it it literally made me go like oh my god mom you you literally made my life amazing like i every adopted child should be read this book because I never once felt uncomfortable about being adopted or not feeling like i was part of my family like being read this book every day, I would beg my mom to literally tell me again about the night I was, like, literally every night. So, oh, it's, yeah. That's so. awesome! <laughs> For my family, it's a song. Oh, cool! 
cool. So it's yeah. like, every, oh, that's crazy. Every adopted kid has their thing. I was, I was thinking, because you, you, you keep t- saying you're a singer. Like, what, what kind of things do you like to sing about? Do you like to sing about, do you like to bring up adoption or is it too, too touchy? Mm-hmm. I know. I that's know. Nothing's too touchy for me. I'll go, I'll go Ooh. anywhere. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but when I'm singing, I find that the things I love to sing the most are like nostalgic things like mm-hmm. that bring back a lot of emotions for me. Like for me, it's 90s, like alternative uh, that thing, like Nirvana and oh, and yeah, Disney and you know, all those amazing fun and like Sugar Ray, you know, like <laughs> sometimes Sugar I think Ray? Of it in his head is like, yeah, Sugar Ray. Oh, I don't. I don't listen to hip hop. <laughs> um, it's not okay. So you would totally know it. It's that one song. It's like I just want to fly. Oh, that that's Sugar Ray. Oh, yep, that is Sugar yeah, Ray. I'm so I'm such a dinosaur when it comes to music. I don't really know. <laughs> me too. Like it's funny how many people are like, do you know the song? And I'm like, nah. And then they play it for me, and I'm like, wait, yes, I do. I know every single word of that song. What kind of yeah? What kind of music did you grow up on? Um, growing up, I had a cool situation my dad was in a rock band before i was born so he's uh-huh. a drummer so on the way to school we'd listen to like acdc the police uh, you know um, yeah, yeah yeah oh that's awesome dude me too yeah. and that's has funny. that really influenced like the kind of music that you listen today is it kind um, of the same stuff but i love listening to new things like i love music in general but i i have like you know credence clearwater revival cd in my car <laughs> incredible yeah, yeah. It's wonderful knowing that there there are other people who are adopted out there who have totally different stories because I was part of the one child rule. I was abandoned by, you know, you know for, for better reasons. But um, but I, I live in my bubble and I feel like, you know, those are the only people. There's so many people in the U.S. who are adopted that we don't really know of. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's funny because when I was growing up, all my friends happened to be all the adopted kids in my class. It was crazy. We all like. We didn't even know that. We we would find out later down the line, like, oh, I was adopted. And we're like, wait, what? So it was oh, that's I. incredible. So was I. <laughs> it's actually more common than I thought. Wow. How does it make you feel that a lot of people share this with other people? Does it does it make you feel comforted? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, recently I, I joined, like, an adoptive Facebook group or whatever, adoptees oh, on Facebook. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. We are. This is common. This is us, guys. Like right, because because the media kind of skews it in a way. You know what I mean? Whenever you hear about adoptees or, you know, they always say orphan, and that's the thing that gets me. Is like you're an orphan. You had a bad childhood, and therefore you're gonna turn into a serial killer. And it's like, whoa, no Hollywood. Don't be making assumptions about who I am as a person. You know what I mean? I am yeah. much more than just being adopted, right? Absolutely. I have this idea that your birthday has some kind of meaning, uh, some kind of uh, the day that you were born has something to do with who you are as a human being in this meaningless existence that we have. And so do you know the number one song on your birthday? I believe it's called Informer Snow. Yes. That one I never heard. Reggae, hip hop. Oh God, it's not very that. It's not the happiest song either. It's like <laughs> that's appropriate. It's about a guy who was like wrongly accused of a of, of a stabbing murder. Wow. Well, I feel like that's pretty prevalent in today's news, though. Like people getting exonerated for like crimes they didn't commit for yeah, like yeah, yeah. years, and it's like, whoa, holy moly. 
I, I honestly think it's kind of funny because of the song, like, kind of meaning, like, I've grown up, like, loving, like, murder mystery kind of things. So your is your favorite genre of, like, film and TV, is that kind of the murder mystery stuff? Yeah, I feel like stuff like that. Also things like, you know, solve something or, like, psychological thriller kinds of things. Oh. Like, when there's well, a big twist or, I don't know. Yeah? <laughs> do you know the number one movie on your birthday? Yes. Um, well, I know what it was. I actually, it's like one of those movies. I was like, wait, I haven't, I heard of this. How have I not seen this? I'm pretty sure I did see it, actually. It's called Indecent Proposal. Yes. Which is a, which is a weird movie. It slipped under my radar. I, I got to check it out. It's a, it's a drama uh, about, okay, so Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore are married. Right. And oh, yeah. uh, Robert Redford comes strutting in all, you know, sexy and whatnot. And he's like, Demi Moore. Will you sleep with me for a one million dollars just for one night? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's that's oh that's so weird. I like uh what? And this takes place like at a I think it's in Vegas or something. I have to see it. I just saw the trailer, but it was just like oh, it's so weird. Have you ever have you ever felt like there was a choice? Oh, even on your birthday, you said you were you were adopted at birth. So it could be maybe 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 the universe is saying, you know, uh, a big decision was made. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Or something. You know, that's what I'm I'm fascinated by is it's it has a positive spin or or a practical spin. You know, what I mean, the uh, uh, Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore were just struggling and they had to do something for the family. But I, I need to see that movie to see the whole picture. But I, I think that's so interesting. I don't know. It's just a thought. Maybe the day was a day of big decisions. Yes. Yes. And I feel like I think there was quite a few things on April 21st. <laughs> there were a lot of riots going on in Los Angeles. You know the number one food on your birthday? Like, think April. What do you think? Like, Definitely fruits. Right, right. Because uh, April, April showers, May flowers. The number one foods for April, Florida tomatoes, don't know what that means, BLT, soft pretzels, soy foods, grilled cheese, and garlic. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's just for the month of April. Like, is there anything that, like, sticks out to you that's, like, damn. Definitely garlic. Wait a minute. Was this because of me? Like, Ah! I'm obsessed with garlic. Like, Have you ever made the 40 clove garlic chicken? No, but that it's sounds It's a recipe. Amazing. It's a thing. People do that. Oh, what? They throw I mean, like I... 40 cloves of garlic in, in one of those pressure cookers and they throw a whole chicken in there. And it sounds amazing. Oh my God. I have, I have to do to this right it. now. <laughs> right. That is, that is definitely something I need to try. Uh, so the number one food on your birthday, chocolate covered cashews. Oh my goodness. It makes me feel kind of amazing because that's almost like my personality. Like I like to be really, really like healthy but like you know i like a little splash of you know just, you know chocolate like dark chocolate that's like Ooh, not dark chocolate <laughs> so i'm more interested in not reality you're such a realist and i love it i absolutely love it it is your birthday what what are you eating one meal go a five ounce wagyu steak with like foie gras butter on top and like garlic mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. And definitely they, like there's this restaurant off Sunset called Boa. It's like the best steakhouse in Beverly Hills. And they make this Caesar salad at your table like to order. And it's actually amazing. Oh. So look, I'm a weirdo and I don't like love sweet stuff. Really? So 
My, it's weird. It's weird. No, so, it's not weird at all. There's there are a lot like, of people don't like sweets. I'm the opposite. I have a actually most people most people do love savory more. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's just like they're like, what? You don't like cake on your birthday? Like that's fine. What what would you I, rather have? What would you rather have to end the I, night? Every night. I mean, actually, every birthday, my parents get me an edible arrangement. Oh, that's so nice. It's amazing. So you get a little chocolate in there, and you know, you get a cool looking thing. What are the top three things that annoy you as an adoptee oh man wow when i'm speaking with someone and i you know i just casually mention like oh yeah i'm adopted because it's relevant to the story that's about to unfold sure and when the first question out of their mouth is oh what country oh i'm always like oh gosh like i've tried not to physically cringe because i'm like this one like the one that we're in (laughs) like america Oh, do they get, like, bummed out? They're like, oh, you went from a third world country. Well, it's it's more <laughs> like they're like, oh, God, I just got called out for kind of being racist because my skin tone is brown-ish. I don't know. I don't know how you would really call it, but... Well, what, what, how do you identify? <laughs> my blood, I guess I'm considered Mexican. Mm-hmm. And my mom was, like, Swedish and Norwegian. And I, those kinds of things, I guess. Don't know. You know what detail. region of Mexico? Not even. My father passed away before I was born, so I don't. We don't even know their family. I, I don't know my father's family at all. Oh, bummer. Mm-hmm. Are you ever interested in like exploring that side? Like, if I, I'm not one to do 23andMe, but uh, that would be a good reason to do it. Have you thought about doing 23andMe? Yeah. Funny story about that. I tried, and oh. then they sent me a new kit, and they were like, "You have to do it again." So that was even more like, um, uh, You just okay. have to spit. It's not that hard. Exactly. So I was like, this is really weird. I think I'm just going to not and then maybe find a different one. And I just haven't picked up where I left off. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I personally chose not to. I think it's kind of cool not knowing. You know what I mean? It's just I why what, an idea. Why? why? It's not going to solve anything. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like you, you can create your own identity. Exactly. Right? So I'm curious. Do you identify as American? family is portuguese american do you identify as portuguese american a hundred percent because i spent most of my time um at the portuguese hall we call it which is basically a community center for portuguese people and we also do like outreach for the community Um, i grew up in in the portuguese halls all over the coast of california what was like yeah what was like a tradition that you guys did every year or oh wow so this is a big deal in the portuguese community (laughs) we have this big parade called um the Fest de Espiritu Santos, which in English means um, the party of the Holy Spirit, which is kind of, kind of awesome when you're like relating the Holy Spirit to like a party. Um, Portugal used to be reigned by king and queen. Uh-huh. The queen used to like smuggle out like leftover foods in her apron for the peasants and her husband, the king, did not like that. So one day she was smuggling out food and her husband caught her and she she was all nervous and he was like, what do you have in there? And she said, uh, flower petals. And really, she had food. And when she opened her apron, flower petals actually came out. So it was considered a miracle of the Holy wow. Spirit. And so we have this big parade every year. There's a little queen and a big queen. Uh-huh. I was the little queen when I was, I believe, 10 or 11. So oh, my God. You're going to send me those pictures. Uh, yeah. It's like this huge bridal gown with a hoop skirt and like a giant long cape that like you have to drag. Oh. And this, the cape is like hand sewn. Like it's. It's all, and you wear a crown, which I still have to this day, and I wear every year at the hall. That's incredible. Is there, like, a specific day that this (laughs) Um, festival goes on? Yes, it definitely happens on the same day every year. I've just 
very bad at that kind of. No, <laughs> that's interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> what is like something you eat every time at that festival? So one, like there's two big deals. Um, we always have like a community outreach. So we make a huge batches and batches of what we call soupish, which is basically just soup with um, meat and cabbage and bread soaked in there. And you can oh, even yeah, that sounds bread. so good. Give that out to everyone. And there's also linguiça sandwiches, which is the chorizo of Portugal, basically. Portuguese it's... sausage. Yeah. Ooh. I, do you know anywhere in L.A. where I can get that? Absolutely. Actually, Ralph's called in, like, your local grocery stores, You, it's surprising the things you find. It's oh, cool. Silva, usually the Silva family makes the best, and I know them personally, and I know they know. <laughs> Wait. Oh, Silva. I, that's a restaurant in the South Bay. Oh, really? I think so. I, I think they identify as Brazilian. Brazilian yes, but it's, yeah. it's similar. It's similar food. Broth-based, right? So, like, what is the difference between Portuguese food and Brazilian food? I would believe the main difference would be, I feel like Brazilians eat a little bit more meat, mm-hmm. and Portugal does a lot more fish. I would, I'm not saying that Brazil doesn't have fish, fish dishes. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, like, I know I remember being there and, like, I went to this fish restaurant and, like, literally they took the fish right out of the, like, ocean right next to them. And it wow. was, like, super, so fresh. <laughs> have you been to that place in uh, Studio City? They have, like, uh, Portuguese, they have, Portuguese really? not as the, like, the little custard tarts? Yes! I, I, have you I'm been? a little biased because I'm Portuguese. We, I go to, like, a family-run shop that I know. In, uh, where, where, where? I need Par- to go. Paramount. Paramount. Okay. It's near. It's like near Long Beach. Paramount Artesia. That's close to me. And I think it's called Sunrise Bakery. It's probably not far from you. Um, I'll send you the details. Just remind. Oh my me. god, I gotta go. Super good. What should I get there? Um, definitely the nachos. Those are amazing. Uh-huh. Um, fada, which is Portuguese sweet bread, which is basically the equivalent to like Hawaiian bread. Ooh. But it's super good. That's so cool. Mm. Thank you. Yes, yes. You must go. <laughs> Indulge. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to tell uh, tell people to not say to adoptees? Definitely. But I get the other thing that I always get a little uncomfortable slash like, wow, you really asked that question. Is, oh, did you come from foster care? Oh like, no. Like, would you ask anybody that? Like, I just. I feel like that's just kind of a touchy topic in general. Yeah. It makes me feel bad because I didn't experience that and kids do experience that. Yeah. So it's really hard to be like, um, I understand why you're associating that to this. Uh, but in my case, I got, I was very fortunate where I didn't have to go through that. Right, right. I've, I've actually, I've never met anyone who has gone through foster care and I would actually like to meet them and see. I don't oh, know. I have a friend. I can send her away. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, it's just a totally different story. I'm just not aware of. And I, I have I have, I'm feeling right now what I feel like a lot of people who aren't adopted are, you know, when when you tell them you're adopted, they just like they don't know what to say. Yeah, it is very it's very it's like a, it's like it's like halfway between congratulations that you know you were adopted. Yeah, and, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh. for your reaction too, you know? They're like uh. when you meet someone who is oh. of of um foster care, how oh. and they and they say that to you, 
Oh, yes. What is your first reaction or or how do you handle this situation? Because I'm having a struggle, too. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to respond to that. I luckily <laughs> had a nonprofit organization when I was in high school that, like, helped support foster kids in the foster system. Uh-huh. So I usually just lead with that. Like, I didn't have to do that, but I did experience it and was able to talk to kids and hear from them. And Oh, that's know. wonderful. So you, you, uh, uh, you you encourage the conversation instead of yeah. shutting it off. Right. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. that's what we need to do is we, yeah. uh, we need to bring it to light without romanticizing it, but also, um, putting it in a good light. Mm-hmm. It's that exactly. fine line. Very fine line. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one more thing last, can you think of one more thing that really irritates you when people talk about adoption? Um, the other thing that I always get bothered with is when I'm talking to someone about my family and I mentioned my brothers and they're from my dad's first marriage. Um, so they're like, oh, like, what do you call them or something? They're not and your I'm real like, brothers, right? I'm like, they're my oh. brothers. Like, well, I, like, I don't know. Do you hate that? Uh, <laughs> it fucking was I was born too. Like, <laughs> I remember my cousins and I, we would get in fights as younger kids and we'd be like, you know, like, oh, they're, you know, I'm more of, like, cousins with you than more cousins with you. And it's like, whoa, you know, they should just chill out. All right. We're all part of the same family. Exactly. I feel like being blood related to someone has very little to do with who you are as a family member. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Family is such a subjective concept. And I feel like if we, we put blood in there and that just ruins it. Yeah. And, like, that's also, like goes the whole nature versus nurture concept like when i met my biological mother for the first time um how was that it was it was amazing like we made it was weird we have like the same we had the same like facial expressions or like kind of reactions to things really weird and like mindset and like also just like having a huge open heart and just wanting to give and give and give even if we have nothing like if it's our last item like if you need it like you can have it and it's it's weird that like it's like, it can scientifically kind of study it and be like wow like i never met this woman until i was 21 years old yet i was given these attributes somehow do you guys but. like the same food Oh, man, I guess we never really got around to that. But for the most part, what we ate together was barbecue because they're from Texas. And I very much. Ooh, enjoyed. Texas <laughs> barbecue. Did you go to Franklin's? I've never been, but you, I have. I mean, there's this place near me up here in Joshua Tree. That's uh-huh. literally like a one room place. There's these two black guys probably from, my, uh, I think they're from Louisiana, actually. They are the sweetest guys. Like, they cater to you. Like, it's usually only one person in there. So they're literally, like, catering to you the whole time. And it is the best meal you'll ever have in your life. You need to send me all these links. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to go out to Palm Springs, Joshua Tree. If you literally, you think it's abandoned. Like, you, you like, drive by it. Because you're like, nah. And then you're it's like, It's the commuter not? state. It's, it's not even a state. It's just, like, the commuter region. So it feels kind of glossed over. Yes. Which which is which it's not, you know, it's it's its own city with its own culture. And I think that's really interesting. Was there anything else you'd like to plug, Savannah? Something you're working on, new song, new album. I do have an album coming out, but it's it's just still in the works right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, wonderful. It's on eight track right now, so I can't really <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. Well thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. That was so much fun. Thank you for having me. I had so, yeah, I had a blast. <laughs> And we're back. 
Thank you so much, Savannah, for coming on my podcast, talking about adoption. It's hard. It's also really cool being like Batman. So when someone says they're adopted, what is the more appropriate way to respond? How can you make them feel loved instead of like how a lot of our movies turn turn us into orphans or someone to be pitied? I, I just I want to be heard. and I don't want to be pitied. I don't even know how to respond to someone who's adopted. Oh, congrats. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at birthday not found. So what would you say?